Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm excited to get into this conversation today with our guest, Olinka Trejo, highly experienced and compassionate naturopathic doctor, 13 years of clinical practice special interest in hormone health, weight loss, and digestion. So this conversation is totally my jam. More than that, you love to collaborate with physicians and specialists. You like to promote an integrative approach to patient care. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Hello, and welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, so first of all, you are no stranger to the Libby Method. You are familiar with what our members have done in terms of following the program and plan. We are having this conversation today in the maintenance group. So this is where people have gone through the program. They have lost their weight in all the healthiest of ways, physically, mentally, you know, they've leveled up, they've done it all. And now I guess we're here to talk about, and now what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And now what? Yes. And now how do we take it to the next level, right? Yes, that's exactly the conversation. And I think the program in my conversations with past healthcare specialists is this is ideally what you'd want someone to do on a most baseline level, right? Like get in tune to their body's needs and lose any weight in a healthy way, level up their health and wellness, you know, eat nutrient rich foods, like be in tune, like do all of those things, manage your stress and manage your sleep and all the ways that people have gone about to lose the weight. So now that they've done that and how, where would they start in terms of, where would you suggest people start in terms of leveling up their health and wellness now that the weight loss specific part of it is behind them? That's a great question. So I love testing. I think that um, Mm -hmm. our blood work and some basic testing can tell you so much about where you need to go, how you can optimize your health and your wellness what genetics actually are playing into your current state. And I think that getting really like if we're worried about hormones, for example, you know, there is a lot of misinformation out there about what your, you know, estrogen dominance could do and all of these things and getting some basic blood work with your healthcare provider that can actually say, okay, what's happening with my thyroid? You know, what is happening with my insulin? What is happening with my cholesterol levels? Are these things that... I need to be addressing with specific dietary changes right now that I've lost the weight and done these things. How can I tailor what I'm already doing to make sure that I'm also addressing what's happening biochemically in my body because of genetics, because of age, because of where you are in your life, because of your hormones. And so I think sometimes just starting there and also nutritional testing, right? There's so many patients that come into my office taking 35 pills and they're taking iron and zinc and vitamin D overdosing and understanding what you actually need to be taking and how much you need to be taking for appropriate dosing can honestly sometimes not just optimize your health, but prevent a lot of um, problems when you overdose with vitamins that you don't really need to be taking. And a lot of the time, you're just wasting the money, right? Well, I, 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 
my goodness. I, I love this so much because we're, aren't we just all experts? Like, aren't we just all experts because of everything like Dr. Google and everything we're reading on the internet and all a lot of, a lot of influencers who are talking about this and talking about that. I, I know just staying in my lane with weight loss, there's so many myths, truths out there. My goodness. It's just like, you know, and I'm on a mission to kind of set it all straight with people. And I would imagine you're probably on a very similar mission as well. That's why I love our conversations with our experts like you, because it's an opportunity to really have that conversation that a lot of people don't have access to. I want to talk about connecting with a healthcare provider because, you know, you're a naturopathic doctor. We've had naturopathic doctors like Dr. Paul on before, and we talk about how they fit into your healthcare. Obviously, you know, your doctor is really important. You know, when you're not feeling great, you're noticing something off, you need certain tests on a whole other level. Just your basic kind of health and wellness, you know, seeking someone out like yourself, a naturopathic doctor is a great way to focus on beyond the basics, beyond when you're sick, beyond when you see that there's an issue is a great way to be proactive. So let's talk about connecting with your healthcare provider. How do you have those conversations? Like, you know, I think that either I just want to level up my health, or I think let's just talk, we just want to level up our health. I'm going to seek someone like yourself out. And what's my conversation going to look like? What, what am I going to say? What am I going to how am I going to be an advocate for myself? Because most doctors would be like, oh, you're fine. You're healthy. You're like, there's no problem. What are you doing here? So maybe talk about being proactive and in, and in wanting to level up. Where would we even start in terms of a conversation? You know, I think your practitioner needs to understand um, where you're at and where you've been, right? Because mm-hmm. I think, not I think, I know my, I think I, I told you this when we met, but my husband's a medical doctor. And right. Unfortunately, um, I, I, I know that our conventional medical system and medical training um, tends to invalidate a lot of things that um, for patients tend to be very important, right? Like energy, for example, or like sleep or, you know, healthy aging. It's very much like even menopause. It's very much like, oh, no, you know, this is just like a, a transition in life. And it, I, I think that um, this is when working with a practitioner like us, you can kind of go in and say like, listen, like I've lost the weight. This is what happened with my energy. This is what happened with my sleep. This is what didn't change. This is what my goals and expectations are. And this is, you know, my most recent blood work, but I haven't had blood work. Would you see that maybe my GP doesn't see, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because, and this is a conversation I know you have with, you've had with Dr. Paul in the past where you know, your family doctor is looking for, um, are, are you dying or are you not? We're yeah. looking for, are you optimal? Yeah. You know, and I, I, I think that optimizing your health is very different than um, getting, you know, uh, for example, I, I'll give you a, the perfect example, um, iron. You know, we, we measure iron a number of ways, but ferritin is an iron store, uh, um, an orange store, uh, an sorry, a protein that shows us iron storage in your liver and normal. And I say that in quotations because the range of normal in Canada is between 12 to about 272. Now we have plenty of studies that show that females, for example, do not feel well until about they hit minimum of 40, but ideally a hundred. You come into your GP's office with a 13 and your doctor is going to be like, oh my God, you're fine. And you can be tired. You could be losing your hair. You could be bruising easily. You could be having all of these symptoms, but you feel invalidated. You're like, why am I feeling so tired? And you know, you keep on eating better. You keep on exercising. You keep on doing all of the right things. 
And it's not about the eating and it's not about the exercise. It truly is like you need iron and your doctor may not be looking for your optimal wellness, I guess. They're just looking for, they're not iron deficient. Right. Yeah. And there's a, there's a scale and everyone is a little different. Everyone is a little different in that. And I guess that's kind of like going to see a naturopathic doctor or a healthcare provider. You're like, yourself is like it's going to the next level in terms of care because you know i i read a um a statistic once that said less than one percent of of people who walk away from their doctor after being told to eat better and exercise more actually do it and so you know for good reason i'm sure doctors are a little jaded on people actually going to the extent that our members have gone to in terms of addressing their health and wellness, not just, I mean, okay, yes, it may be weight loss motivated, but they're, they really are making a difference in terms of their health and their wellness. And I just want to reflect on that for a moment and hope that our members are really understanding the work that they've done. Like, this is like, you're like a, a doctor's dream walking into the office. So a lot of times I think you have to be, this is legitimately what I have done. Like take them an example of what you eat in a day. Talk about the supplements you take. Talk about the time that you've put into the program and the process. So at least there's that like this, like, hang on a minute. I really have done something here. I really have done all those things. And now I want to just make sure that, you know, I'm being as proactive as possible moving forward. Or if you do feel like something is off, like your iron to your point, like people who've done the program have spent months and months, some years getting in tune with their body, you know, your body best. If you feel like something is off, then, you know, someone like yourself can help you figure out and investigate what is it that's going on on a whole other level that maybe your doctor doesn't have the time or the capacity or resources for to be quite honest right like i would love to like my son is it's having some issues with his knees and he's heading out for a couple weeks and he's like i gotta go see the doctor and i'm thinking by the time you get an appointment and then they follow through and try to figure out what's going on like we're talking months here and i think a lot of people feel that about their health and wellness okay so so i digress um what are you, what are the main pillars of, you know, okay, I've done this, I've lost the weight, I'm as healthy as possible. Now, where would I focus my energy in terms of leveling up my health and wellness? So for me, the pillars of health have always been obviously nutrition, mm-hmm. sleep, mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. And I always divide the other one into happiness or community because I think that they're so important mm-hmm. also for your health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And we have research actually that says, you know, that loneliness is the equivalent of, I think, uh, smoking about four to five uh, cigarettes a day in the way that it impacts your health. And Mm. so I think that, um, you know, with my patients, I walk them through weight loss is part of a bigger picture, right? This is, you know, you getting into your optimal weight is amazing. But I also want to talk to you about making sure that you're sleeping well and sleeping efficiently, making sure that your energy is great. This is what we talk about. You know, when we chat about non-skill victories, like for me, it's not just about the number and the scale. It's about you living your best life into your fullest potential. And also, honestly, with my, with the way that um, I view health, it's also about healthy aging, right? Because we are living longer as a population. And so I don't want you to be skinny and frail. I want you to make sure that you're able to carry your own groceries at 90 and you're able to walk on your own and not be at risk for a hip fracture. Right. And so then the conversation, especially as we're aging becomes like, okay, so how do I keep my weight optimal? 
but also address all of the things that are happening to my body, physically, mentally, and emotionally as I'm aging. And I do think that nutrition, you know, takes a, or it's a huge role, a place, a huge role in that. But also, like I said, you know, your sleep and like the people around you. And, you know, this is where supplements also come in. They're not replacements. They are supplements to what you're already doing. And this is something that I stress so much with my patients because they don't take the place of what you're already doing in this program, right? They're just like, tweaking things that you may not necessarily be able to get because, you know, our soul is depleted or our fish is full of mercury, or you may not necessarily have access to 17 servings of fruits and vegetables every day, or, you know, you may be celiac, like what have you. Um, But it is, it, it truly is, I think about just figuring out what also, like I said to you, the, the goals are for yeah. what you want. And also as your practitioner, what I see that you're like running into, right? So. Well, I love this because maybe it's redefining your goals. You're no longer chasing the scale anymore and your weight loss goals. So then what is driving you to try to take care of yourself? So if it's living as long as possible, you actually want to be living as long as possible. You you want to be able to carry your groceries. You want to live your best life. You don't want to, do you know what I mean? So like, what is your motivator now for getting up and being mindful to make healthy food choices and, you know, far beyond just maintaining your weight? I think that's, that's the conversation here. And I think maybe we are so focused in the maintenance group about doing things to maintain our weight. It should actually be bigger than that. I think putting the time into maintaining your weight. Yes. There's like a, you know, there's a, there's a protocol for that, but then beyond that, it shouldn't be about just living a life where you're focused on maintaining for the rest of it. It should be like, what's the motivator now? You know, and I think this is where some people choose to just kind of, you know, go back into like a normal day to day. And some people recognize that when they were focused on leveling up their health and wellness, they felt amazing. And there's a benefit to continue to do that. Okay. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about supplements because you know, let's, let's go into that. And if you were to say, like what, what are your top supplements to recommend? So the basics here in the program, omega-3, um, magnesium is a big one, you know, Huge. vitamin, vitamin D's in there. Um, obviously B vitamins, you know, we have, you know, there's a variety that we kind of recommend on the most basic level, but what are your favorites? Like, what are your oh. must have general blankets? I know everyone's a little different, obviously. Mm. And that's why someone would go see someone like yourself and do actual testing to see if there's a need, but what do you find? Is it iron? Is it like, what is it? I'm, this is like choosing between my favorite children, you know, um, for, <laughs> for me, I would say for sure, omegas, you know, statistically speaking, Canadians and Americans um, are, I think 90% of us are deficient in omegas um, wow. and 60% of your brain is essential fatty acids, right? So omegas are huge for me. I know it's mind blowing. Um, right. 50% of us are magnesium, are magnesium deficient. And so magnesium is uh, something that I love supplementing in an absorbable form, right? Because not mm-hmm. all magnesium are created equal vitamin yeah. D to tolerance and to adequacy, obviously, because vitamin D is something you always want to be careful with. Not enough doesn't do anything for you. And then too much can create a toxicity, right? So vitamin D, right. because you live in Canada, you kind of buy your ticket for vitamin D supplementation for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. I would say, Perfect. you yeah. know, often I prescribe um, multivitamins that are really well balanced, often that mm. are twice a day dosing with active ingredients. So for example, bees that are in the active form in case, mm. you know, we, we have a genetic glitch in how we absorb these things. 
I I don't love anything in gummies. Um, you know, and so I I do think I mean, uh, I do I do think they sound amazing and they sound delicious, but they don't do very much for you. And the data is very clear on that. But I do yes. think that a multivitamin with bioavailable nutrients is really great as kind of like a blanket statement. And then you know, obviously, if you have a deficiency in zinc, which is very common, or iron, which is exceptionally common, especially menstruating women. Um, then we we optimize for that. Um, but you know, the 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 biggest, I guess, supplement to people's diet that I typically make in my practice is eating more plants. Yeah. And so uh, for, because for me, this is where, you know, the phytonutrients are, this is where the balance is, this is where a lot of the micronutrients that we're very deficient in uh, come in. And I think Often when I see people in my practice, especially when they are in the maintenance programs, their diet tends to be very restrictive because they're very afraid to go with, you know, outside of what they have created as like their normal or their good foods or their bad foods, right? And we tend to demonize a lot of these foods. And yes. so by rotating your diet and rotating more plants in or rotating different things, I think that we create a little bit more food freedom and decrease a lot of these nutritional deficiencies that then we're trying to supplement with, with, you know, things that are off the shelf. And we really, and to an extent, I I understand that we can't get everything with uh, nutrition right now because again, the uh, climate that we live in, but I, uh, I, I am a huge advocate for just adding rather than, you know, taking things away, especially when it comes to yeah, well, I love this because a couple of points that you made, people do get stuck on doing what they did to lose weight, right? And you want to talk about level up. This is where try a variety of different leafy greens, try a variety of different plant proteins. Like this is where you can level up because, you know, when when people always ask about, well, do I have to eat the rainbow and all those things? Yes. But, you know, back in the day, we wouldn't have had as much access to everything. So, you know, people can get a little crazy about that. So do what works, do what's going to give your body what it needs. But to the point that after you've lost your weight, this is making where you want, where you might want to actually reassess your food choices, because although the body loves routine, people can get really stuck in a rut with their choices. And we have had conversations before about if you were trying, going to try to get all the magnesium that you can in your diet, you'd have to specifically curate your diet specifically to meet that body's needs. And that's where that gets difficult and, and supplementation might come in. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. 
I love what you talk about the multivitamin because multivitamins generally don't have enough of any one thing to target a specific deficiency. But now that you've lost the weight in the healthiest of ways, maybe adding in certain supplements in order to supplement until your body's able to get those or, mm -hmm. you know, it's leveled up in a way that that's might be the time to add in a multi. I, I would imagine there's different qualities of multivitamins, of pill, liquid. What would you prefer? What do you, and when you say added, um, like the nutrient value, are talking like a greens plus, are you talking like an AG one? What do you, what are you talking about with that? Like what's important when it comes to multi? So I, 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 I love, there's so many brands that I love. Um, I always prefer liquid only because they tend to be a little bit easier to absorb, especially when people have gut hyperpermeability or they have, you know, gut issues in general. Um, ultimately, I always tell my patients, I want you to take whatever it is that you like, that you can, like the best of what you can afford, of course. Yeah. And um, I, I really love multivitamins that, I, I mean, A, either are bioavailable because the Bs or specific nutrients are in a, a very targeted form or they're food-based. Because yes. if they're it, like a, you know, a, a green supplement, or there's a lot of different brands that will just kind of take, you know, the folate from broccoli and crush it up and put it in a tablet. They smell awful, yeah. but they work super, yeah. super well. Um, <laughs> and, and it's, it, it makes sense that your body would be um, better off using something that comes from food because it, it recognizes it, right? Yes. And so right. I tend to prefer those ones. They tend to be a little more expensive, but I tend to prefer them. If you can afford them, I think they're great. And um, mm. I, I tend to also um, not love things that are, um, you know, like the, the Costco brands or, you know, the, the uh, sometimes like the, uh, the pharmacy brands only because the, the tablet form that they come in is not very easy to absorb. And, you know, yeah. my best friend is an emergency room doc. And she says, like, sometimes we actually just see it in the trays of poop, right? Oh because people just can't break it down. And so yeah. you're literally pooping out your money. So I would rather you, you know, save up on uh, the coffees that you're drinking and then put that towards something that's more bioavailable. So that yeah. you're actually absorbing what you're taking. Otherwise, you're wasting your money. Yeah. Yeah. You get what you pay for pretty much. And I love what you said about gummies. I mean, it's just, I would love for gummies to be, I well, someone actually asked this question. I just so kindly said like any respectable medical, you know, healthcare provider is not going to suggest a gummy for anything. You know, the, the, there's a trade-off there and what you make the gummy with, as opposed to the amount of, you know, quality you can get in there and whatnot. I wish that was true, but especially apple cider vinegar. I think it's just those apple cider vinegar gummies are just, oh my God, that company is making a fortune, but I don't know that I it's know. actually I honestly, I, and sometimes I look at them and I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Like, why didn't I think of that, like, you know, 13 years ago? But yeah, absolutely. Because you like to sleep at night, probably like me. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about a hormone, specifically menopause. I mean, I get asked this question all the time. Women come into the program, you know, I'm premenopausal, I'm menopausal, I'm whatever, postmenopausal. Am I going to be able to lose weight? And I'm like, of course, your body doesn't want you to not feel well and lug around a bit of extra fat it doesn't need. It, you know, can definitely, you have to factor that in. There's This is where I suggest people... Talk to a hormone specialist, right? Like mm -hmm. talk to your healthcare provider about leveling up that issue and like addressing that issue that you're having while at the same time following through on the program. But let's, because we are in the maintenance group, let's for the sake of maintenance that we have lost our weight and we are still kind of feeling like our hormones are just wonky AF. 
perhaps some of us have gone to our doctors and been like, well, you're not there yet. You're still having a cycle. You have to wait a whole year till it's done. You know, oh, it's just normal. That's just how it's going to be. Like, where do we even start with this conversation? I mean, how much time do you have? Um, listen, I body composition <laughs> changes are going to happen uh, in perimenopause, perimenopause and menopause. We know that they're yeah. going to happen yeah. as we age. We know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we get double screwed as women because we have both the perimenopause and the hormonal changes that are happening that causes yeah. shift in our body composition. And we're aging at the same time, right? And so mm -hmm. it, it, it can feel very out of control. Um, perimenopause specifically is a really hard time for women and it's a very invalidating time medically for women often because our hormones are really hard to test, right? And it's in perimenopause, what happens is that as you're losing the ability to ovulate, sometimes your hormones are perfect and sometimes they're not, which is actually why you feel all over the place and why sometimes you, you can have hot flashes and sometimes you don't and why sometimes your mood is awful and sometimes you're like, oh my God, what was that? And so when you go to your doctor and you say, you know, I, I feel like it's something to do with my hormones, your, your doctor often will say like, nah, it's probably not. It's probably because you're tired or because you're a mom or because of this, which can feel very invalidating. But the truth is that, you know, in, in the four to eight years uh, surrounding that last menstrual period, there's a lot of changes that happen. This yeah. is when as women actually, and even as men, like around that like 50 year uh, uh, like um, uh, gap, I guess, we start very rapidly losing muscle mass, right? And as we know, you know, your muscle mass will peak in your 20s and then will decline as you age, even if you take hormones outside of that. Now, when you yeah. put that hormone imbalance into it, you get to experience the beautiful thing of, decaying muscle mass really, really, really quickly, which will impact not just your metabolic rate, but where your fat goes. Yeah. And so estrogen gets a really bad rep and estrogen is your friend. Estrogen actually deposits fat, which you're going to gain anyways, but the fat, it actually moves it to what we call the gluteofemoral area, right? Which is going to be like your hips, your butt. Um, and then as you transition through perimenopause and menopause, you lose that protective mechanism. And now you actually start gaining weight around your belly, which, you yes. know, in, in a lot of my patients, what happens even when they've lost the weight, they say, but like, I never had this, you know, mm -hmm. I feel I've gotten to my goal weight, but I don't have my goal body, you know, yeah. like I, how do I change this? And, and the, the challenge also is that, you know, if you don't feel well, which can happen when you're going through all of these hormonal changes, we tend to overfuel, we tend to overdrink, we tend to do all of these things. And so even when you're in the maintenance program, it's very important to figure out like, how do I optimize the rest of my health so that I can continue yeah. to make the choices that yeah. have allowed me to be here in the first place? Because when you don't feel well, it's hard to motivate yourself to exercise. It's hard to motivate yourself to eat well. If you're not sleeping well, if we, you know, if I sleep deprived a 21 year old, I know that the next day they're going to overfuel. Now imagine yeah. what happens to menopausal women who are, you know, they have that compounded uh, insomnia that's been happening for years. And I know, yeah, I have plenty of patients that have done your program and they say to me, you know, just by changing my diet, my hot flashes reduced by 50, 70%, which is amazing. 
But then it's, yeah. you know, how do we get you from there to the 100% improvement? How do we get you from there to the body composition that you want and that you need? Yeah. And it's not the foods a lot of the times. It's like, so I turned 50 this year. I was dealing with an epic amount of stress and digestive issues. And then my weight in the fall just started going up and up and up that midsection, right? It's like, I couldn't suck in my tummy anymore. It was just constantly Mm -hmm. whatever. And, you know, a combination of one, stop drinking alcohol. Like, let's just get really real about that. If you're, if you're in that phase and your body's going through that, as much as I love downing wine, I, I know, I know 100%. Whenever I kind of get a handle on it and I feel my body calming down and getting to this place where I'm feeling more like myself again, my midsection is starting to make a change, then I hit stress in my life and then I'm downing the wine and it's messing with my sleep and it's actually in the moment making me feel better, but in the long run, it's just like breaking my body down and it's like two steps forward, two steps back. So I think we have to really get real about drinking alcohol because I really feel like it messes it's messing with our hormones right yeah it is you know there's uh unfortunately because I love alcohol you have to know this about me like I got married at a winery like I love booze just like the like, don't think that I'm pure I, 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 I know I love you like I know it's amazing I love a glass of wine but there there has been a lot of research that has been very clear on this especially for women it is one of the worst things that we could be doing for our health, drinking a drinking more than two glasses of wine a week increases your risk for breast cancer more than being on HRT for yeah. 10 years or more. And so, you know, I have so many people in my practice that come in and they're like, I don't want to go on hormone replacement therapy because of breast cancer. And I'm like, okay, then let's talk about your alcohol consumption. Then. Yeah. You know, and, and it is, we just don't metabolize it in the same way that men do. And the impact yeah. on its own, even outside of, you know, the cancers that it, that it may uh, increase the risk for, but the way that it impacts our sleep, which impacts everything yes. else in your life. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and then it, again, if you're sleep deprived the next day, what's going to happen. But I do think that you bring one um, incredible point into the conversation when we talk about hormones, because we often just blame this in perimenopause but or menopause. But a lot of that belly fat that I see, it's not just you know, the estrogen fluctuations, it's also cortisol and it's also insulin. And all those three can actually cause that pro-inflammatory fat actually that happens around your belly. The fat storage that happens with estrogen that's in that luteofemoral region is actually anti-inflammatory. It's protective for your cardiovascular system. But that fat, when it goes to your belly, it, it works against you, right? Now you're looking at inflammation, you're looking at increased cardiovascular risk, and so I think with the maintenance program, it's like, yes, the weight, but also how can I address this part? And you're right. Sometimes it's just getting real and saying like, girlfriend, like that wine's got to go because it's not serving any purpose in your maintenance, right? And in your health, when you're looking at your, your bigger picture and where you want to go from here. Yeah. And I think just where, I mean, the program itself, I've only been offering it online for the last four or five years. And it's great that people are having such great success, are able to maintain their weight, level up their health and wellness. But we can't, I think, disregard the years and years and years of starving and depriving, not managing okay. our stress, not trying to get sleep. So I believe that what by the time we get to the age where we're dealing with these types of hormones, our bodies are so broken down. We're just, mm-hmm. we're already sinking in the water and we're trying to like, you know, keep our head above water. And you know, maybe doing the program gets you into a life raft, but you're still in the middle of this ocean without a paddle, you know? And so that's where, 
you know, when you're looking at your, your, your hormones, when it comes to menopause and, you know, the changes that your body's making, you know, you have to think a lot of women have to factor that in, you know, they weren't the healthiest going into it to begin with. And then, you know, besides the wine, I find when you're talking about decrease in muscle mass, you know, you have to start working out and doing resistance training. Like whenever I do combination of stop drinking work out more, do some resistance training, be mindful about leveling up my, my, the nutrient values of my foods. I've added, you know, adding in AG1 or adding in greens plus and making sure I'm taking all my supplements, which are a little different. Yes. My omega threes, my magnesium and my D's, but now leveling up heart health, CoQ10, like, you know, making sure my gut health in particular, like I can no longer get away with eating a lot of gluten, you know, although I've never been tested, I know enough that it just causes me to bloat even more. So I think it's just really having a real conversation with yourself. So what would you say the top things are that we do that just aren't helping like drinking alcohol, not exercising, not managing stress, anything else you would add to that or where we could maybe put our focus that has nothing to do with foods? So if I had to choose one of those, it would probably be movement for sure. Mm-hmm. We yeah. statistically speaking, menopausal women walk three to 5,000 steps less every single day than, um, you know, perimenopausal or uh, menstruating women. I do, I, I, and I always divide this into movement versus inter- intentional exercise, right? Movement is yeah. just the bare basics that your body needs in order to survive. And that is the walking. We used to have this magical number that nobody really understands where it came from, which was a 10,000 steps. And there's a recent research study that said that it's probably closer to about 7,000, right? But as we've become more and more sedentary, especially post-pandemic, I do think that putting a little bit more effort into the movement is great, but emphasizing that resistance training specifically and the intentional exercise, you know? Yoga is great for mental health and stretching and balance and all of these things, but the money really is some resistance training. Because as I was talking about before, aging will result in a decreased muscle mass. Perimenopause and menopause make that just a lot quicker, right? And the decline a lot faster. And that's actually why we end up with a slower metabolism. And so doing everything that you can to maintain that muscle mass is not just important for your metabolic rate so that you can, you know, not uh, continue this cycle of deprivation that a lot of us are just in, right? Because we've yo-yoed for so long, but it's also about your bone health. It's also about your brain health. It's also about your cardiovascular health. Again, this is about optimizing your wellness, right? It is not just about your weight. And I, I, I really do think that if I had to choose one of the pillars, it would be movement that is a non-negotiable for me when it comes to my patients, um, because statistically speaking, if you move more, you're going to be happier. You know, if you move more, you're going to make better choices when it comes to your food. If you move more, you're going to have more energy. It's uh, movement and exercise is one of the most effective strategies to actually close the cycle of stress, increase your vagal tone and tell your body, like, stop this fight or flight mode. There's no bear that's about to eat you. Like we, we can relax. And there's very few things that do that. And so I, I do think that movement would be really, really great. But if I had to choose another one, it would be sleep. The magic truly happens with your sleep and anything that yeah. compromises your sleep, including screen time, which I also love, um, alcohol, you know, uh, it stress, all of the things that impact it, you know, which is our, on the outskirts uh, are so important to address and to get real with because we so often have this like 
revenge, bedtime procrastination. That's like, I will do everything that I haven't done for myself the hour before I get to sleep. And then you can't yeah. do everything the next day because, you know, you were just like messing around on the phone or like watching Netflix or doing things that don't necessarily serve you. And if yes. you prioritize your sleep and think like, okay, like this is, I'm actually sleeping. There's the best thing that I could be doing to invest in myself, sleeping properly and efficiently. The yeah. conversation changes. Well, uh, speaking of conversation, I love this conversation. I have a feeling that we could just talk for hours and hours and hours, day in, day out. I definitely want to have you back and have these discussions and specifically about hormones, um, you know, and weight loss, because I think there's something to be said about addressing them while you're looking to lose weight. I think the takeaway for our listeners today who are already in maintenance is look what you've already done. Amazing. Pat yourself on the back. You know, if you are feeling you know, like you are experiencing hormonal issues, going through, you know, menopause, premenopausal, whatever you probably are. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot that you can do. First of all, seek out help, right? Seek out help, someone to give you that direction, you know, rather than trying to figure it out on, on your own, you know, um, where can people find you and reach out to you, by the way? So you can find me at Halton um, Physiotherapy and Wellness. Or okay. at, if you just Google that in my name, we will come right up. Um, and I, I promised you that I was going to go back on social just for you. <laughs> I will reactivate my Instagram. Um, I, I am not as socially, you know, I am not very internet savvy. And uh, <laughs> as you know, my time is like patient centered and patient focused. But for you, I would do anything. So I'll reactivate it, I promise. <laughs> You know what I love about all of our experts? You know why you're not into that? Because you're actually into helping. Like I, full transparency, I have a whole team and helps me. Like, yes, I'm in and we talk about our posts and what's going to help people and our takeaways and such. But, um, you know, this is why I love you. Like our mission isn't to be um, social media superstars. It's to actually help people. And a lot of the time, we just hands-on are helping people and that's where we're so busy. Um, I thought this was a super inspiring conversation today because there's a lot that we can still do after doing the program and all that people are doing on there to level up our health and wellness and, and more importantly, address our hormones, especially as we're aging. And there's a lot we can do to be as healthy as possible. So not only do we live longer, but we actually live while we're living longer, which I think is so important. Um, Dr. Alinka, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks, everyone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.